It's time for another episode of Bangers and Trash, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Welcome to the Bangers and Trash podcast, and thanks for joining us again. I'm your host, Lucho, and our special guest today, uh, lights out Tony himself. Good morning. The angry Professor Pietro. Hello. And Statman me in the background. Hey. And uh, the weatherman, Dr. Cello, is just outside with his weather balloon and his kite mm. at the moment. So we can't make the show just yet, but I'm, he said he'll be coming soon. He just doesn't want to get close to electric pylons with his kite. Uh, in this episode, we're walking <laughs> our way through AFC West. Is that correct? Correct. Yes, yeah. right. And But before we start, how are we doing today, boys? Sunday morning? He's a bit hungover, Phil. Wake. <laughs> Good. Coffee. It's a sunny day. It's a weather's great. Cello's just text in. He said the weather's great all day. What a laugh. Right, let's start us off then, boys. We got, I would start with the Chiefs. Um, talking about the Chiefs. What are we thinking with the Chiefs? Do we have a little rundown of the players there? What do I know, Luch? Well, <laughs> are, are you thinking Mahomes is going to be, well, oh, talk baby, it, definitely. Can we just start the show? Last mm-hmm. show. Pietro said, I am keeping the king of all kings we should start. Henry, until he dies. That's what he said. He said well, he that's a bit harsh. That's a bit, a bit harsh, isn't it? He said he's like, like, right, right into five. retirement. Yeah, How right into right? retirement, sorry. And even then, he was still going to keep him in his team because he would still be one of the best. Right, I should address this for the listeners. Yeah. What I didn't do at that point was look at the rest of my team, which obviously was a mistake. <laughs> Because when I look at my 27-year-old running back and my mix of veterans and rookies who are not ready to do anything, I realised my team's terrible and I needed a trade right now. And I got a very, very, very good price, didn't I, Matt? You got a great price, yeah. What did you get? What did you get? I got a 2021 first, the 1.09. Correct. I got a 2022 first and a 2020. What else did I get, Matt? You got third. a third, a third from got the player this year. Got a player as well, David Montgomery. Oh yeah, and Montgomery. Don't I, I forget brought, David I Montgomery. Montgomery. <laughs> I crossed him up. Twenty-four-year-old David Montgomery, is it? Mm. Uh, Tasty. Monk, yeah, I think I personally think it was a fair trade. I would have taken the third out, like I said, but I know Matt. You said that you didn't want to lose the trade because you know how angry P gets. So yeah, I think when 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 all that's on the table and you got to that point in a trade. I think the it's almost insulting to go back and try and try and finesse. It I think you know Derek Henry is there. He was he was a button click away, and I, I you know I was I was clicking that button. I think you've got a player on the team, Matt. Devonte Adams, and you need to build the team around him, ready to go. That's exactly it, and it, it, this actually plays into the Chiefs chat because yeah, I got Devonte Adams, I got Henry, and I got Kelsey now. So you know I am building a team to try and win. And I am right. risking all future capital to do it, but that's risk and reward, right? I'm, I'm so that on. yeah, that's absolutely. So that, that means it. that Pietro, Pietro's twenty twenty second might be a late twenty twenty second as well. So you could be pick nine this year, Montgomery, and maybe pick nine next year. Let's say. So I think Derek Henry might might the value might be on Henry's side because that might be a late second uh, first next year. So I think you did all right there, yeah. man. It works for both of us. I can use Henry to win. You could. Yeah, and, and, and I had to pay pay you know plenty for it. So yeah, yeah, it's good. It was it was good trade. I'm happy with that. that boys, because like P said like last week, he would not trade him. But then you look at the team, and you look at what your team needs, and if you're going to win, you look at the age and everything like that. So let's talk about Mahomes then. Yeah. What would you need to get rid of Mahomes? And don't say you're going to never drop him if you add him on your team. He has got him. He has got him on his team. And I'm going to say right now, rise till he dies. (laughs) 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 I have got any picks left. (laughs) I'll give you two first rounds and a third and uh, Jacobs. (laughs) Check in the inbox, Luch. (laughs) No, if you got Mahomes, you, you keep him. I mean, I've been deadly serious now. This one, I mean, <laughs> unless you're going to get a very, very, very good quarterback in exchange who is of similar age or younger. That's the key. I wouldn't be trading for an older quarterback. 
who's ready to go now because I don't think it'll ever be worth it. So, so Lucio's got this pick number three and number five. Let's say that number three turns into fields and I don't know, five is... He's got the two. Has he got number two? So it is going to be fields then. Yeah. Let's be honest. So would you would you do that for three? So pick number two, pick number five, and someone else on his team, because that's that could be Fields, that could be Najee Harris, and it could be well, look Calvin at Ridley. If I was the two, I'd be going running back at that point. If it was me personally, so I'd want Ooh. him to give me a quarterback. Madman. So basically, I would want the names Burrow. Um, oh, I've got Barrow. Ting, 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 ting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Good one. <laughs> I think of another young quarterback, someone in our mould who I would take, and then a lot of pieces. It'd have to make my team unbelievable to do it. Yeah. Okay, so I've written down in quotation marks, Mahomes till he dies, and I mean it this time. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> the other then, boys. Uh, I know Matt touched upon Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and stuff like that. And so, what are you doing if you've got Tyreek Hill? So, I think Hill's safe in, in Dynasty for a while. I think, you know, Mahomes isn't going anywhere. We talked about that. And it, the offense runs through Kelsey and Hill. And that's clear, isn't it, really? Um, they will add the receiver this year. That's the difference. So, they, they've had Watkins. They've had Hardman, who hasn't really turned into anything. So, there is, there is a chance that it's Tyreek Hill, maybe Juju or someone like that, yeah. and Kelsey. So if you think Hill's value is sky high now, which it is, uh, so I, but I don't think it's going to drop, though. I think they got too much firepower. So, you know, I'm not going to say sell Hill on this podcast. I, I think um, you, you you ride Hill um, as your number one or two receiver, and that's it. That's the end of that. But yeah. Be wary for the next couple of seasons, are you saying? No, I, no I, I think you're, he's only 26, 27. You're, he's probably good for another contract. He's probably there for another three or four years if if the Chiefs want to keep him. And if they don't, even after the next two years when his contract runs out, he, he'll sign somewhere else and be the focal point. Yeah. Um, if he wants to go somewhere else where a quarterback isn't a very good deep thrower, that's when the 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 kind of wheels might fall off for Hill because he is obviously a, a good deep threat. So if he lands somewhere with a quarterback like Goff or Carr, who, who are not renowned for deep ball, that, that's when uh, you might see the decline of Tyreek Hill. I, I think, you, yeah. I love it. No, uh, I don't think you can sell at this point. Yeah. Pete, no. um, I know you got rid of Kelsey, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Explain it. Well, I was going to ride him until he retired. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but this, he is 32, going on 33 to start next year. I've got no issue with his talent right now and probably no issue with what he's going to be doing in the next two years either. I think he will stay at elite level for two years. But you, as a dynasty manager, you've got to be careful. You can't keep players at that age because... It always happens. It's just a season when they go like that and it starts to nosedive their performance. And I don't want him on my team when that happens. I probably sold early, but as I said, my team wasn't ready to win this year or next, in all likelihood. So I needed to reduce the average age of my squads and he was the oldest one on there. It was simple as that. I didn't want to trade him, but it made sense. Can you tell the listeners what, what you got back for Kelsey then? Because I know you're selling very high. It was players who discussed one of them. Deontay Johnson was one player I liked who I got back. As we said, we think Juju's leaving, so he was a de facto number one last year. I don't think he's going to be replaced in our offence as the number one receiver. Big Ben same, which was another big factor for me. Mm-hmm. And TJ Hawkinson, because obviously when you trade a player at skill position, you need a replacement at skill position. Hawkinson, who I said I liked, I think he actually showed more than Fant last year, even though Fant was the better prospect. I know a lot of people... Actually, I, I might not go on the Fant because I know we're going to talk about the Broncos later. But Hawkinson, I liked I liked how his um, looks in the end zone started to pick up towards the end of the year. Like most tight ends, they obviously build year after year. Mm-hmm. So I see him as a red zone threat. And yeah, I thought he was yeah. a, decent, a decent age. 
I know Antoine yeah. values uh, Hawkinson, don't you, Antoine? I do, it. yeah. I think that's good. that one was a good trade uh, all the way around. Uh, Kelsey is at his peak, that's for sure. And the only way is down, really, unfortunately. But Matt's probably got two years of, of a tight end and then an uh, elite, and then and then that'll decline. So I think that's a good good trade, Hawkinson. Maybe the next one. I do like him. The only thing with Hawkinson is he hasn't got... He didn't show that kind of breakaway speed at all last year. A couple of times he was loose and you thought, right, you know, if this is Fant, Fant show, Fant's definitely got more speed than Hawkinson. So, you know, I worry about Hawkinson's upside, I think, as in like top one or two upside, whereas Fant and Waller, Waller, I mean, Waller and Fant, they just gobble up the yards quite quickly. They they seem like different players than Hawkinson. Yeah. Um, Hawkinson may be in the Zacherts. That could be a ceiling, which was always tight end three, but but we'll see what happens. Yeah, so we've, we've done the easy options there. Um, Matt, I'm going to come to you. <laughs> okay. What do you think of the back situation? What, what was that? What do you think of the running back situation? For the Chiefs. The Chiefs? I don't like it at all. <laughs> I, I, I think we, if, you, if you're a CEHO now, which Pietro is not in Dynasty, is he? But he, he was no. in a lot of redraft last year. <sighs> um You've just got to. I, I don't think you could. I don't. I wouldn't be looking to shift him. He's a hold for me, um, because I, I think it's such a. It's not a great sample size um, that you're looking at for him, and obviously, he was rated highly for a reason. So I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be looking to be too reactionary on that in dynasty from a CH point of view. So he's a hold for me. Nice. Yeah, it's interesting you brought that up. You see a lot of players the first year. I know Jefferson was the anomaly there, but um, a lot of players first year start off slow. Like you look at Devontae Adams, the first three seasons, he did really anything and then just blew out. Um, so it's interesting. Are you thinking CH can only go up, Math? Um, it's more than I don't think he, he's not, he's not going to go down. Um, I don't, I, you know, the jury's still out on him in in many ways, and it depends what what it looks like. At, at you know, I maybe someone else can talk more to this point, but what that backfield yeah. looks like next year uh, is gonna is gonna massively impact it. But obviously, he's the exciting one. The, but, yeah, the only danger with CH, as I was saying, is if they do bring in a, a veteran of good quality, or they keep Damian Williams, which I don't think they will do. If they keep him and use him around the goal line to take away that upside. But in Dynasty, CH is the young, flashy player who should who will perform. It's his second year. I think everyone was a bit harsh last year. And it's not his fault. It's because he was going in the top half of the first round in most drafts. If he was going at the bottom half, say, where Swift was going, I yeah. don't think anyone would be slating his performance last year. Because he was around the same bracket, a little bit lower, but as I said, we brought in Bell, which didn't help. And they went away from the run quite a bit, which also didn't help. They were using him as a pass catcher, essentially, which is why they brought in Le'Veon Bell, because he's brilliant at it. But if they go back to the run, or at least you don't have to go back to the run, but a moderate level of running, then he is a good runner and he should be fine. Yeah. I keep, you're not going to get what you want back. Well, I, 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 so yeah, I think they go into the season with CH, Daryl Williams, and, and I think Damian Williams comes back because I think they got. Don't forget, Damian Williams was the last game Damian Williams played was the Super Bowl, and he was the best player on the field for that yeah. Super Bowl. Um, you know, a year ago because of COVID, so they his contract doesn't run out, they give him that year back because he opted out for COVID. So I think they go in with those three, maybe Darwin Thompson as well as a four. So I don't think they add I don't think they add a running back, which probably means CH is a buy at this point. Uh, his value obviously he was one on one, one oh two last year in rookie drafts. So it's gone down. This is a perfect chance to buy low on CH in my opinion. This is probably the only buy low on this team if we're um filling out that. Lovely. Um, well, you broke that down. Some people, like uh, Pietro said, will be having that sour taste in their mouth, thinking, "Oh, he's mm. not what they thought of." And like, if it was somebody like who wants to win next season, they might offload somebody like uh, Ceh to try getting a Derek Henry or something like that. 
to win next season. So that's great. Mm. It was, I think the Chiefs are quite an easy team to look at. Uh, you touched upon a couple of the other teams already. So let's break down the Raiders. Um, because you've already talked about Waller. I brought up Jacobs already. Yeah. What are we doing with our team? Where are we seeing? Do you think Carr can take that next step? I, I personally quite like Carr a couple of times throughout the season. Yeah, um, I agree. Mm. Mixed faces, yeah. Antonio's not. Yeah, they've, they've, they've backed Carr. They've backed the the, the yeah. front office have backed Carr. The quarterback's backed Carr. He's shown enough last year. Mario is going to probably get traded probably next week. So Washington have already said they've been in talks with him. That might be a nice fit, actually, at Washington. So we'll see. But all that all that tells me is Carr's not going anywhere. Um, yeah. And, you know, they found their quarterback, Mayock and Gruden now basically put all their eggs in, in Carr's basket. Um, and now, you know, I mean, the offensive line last year was a shambles for mm. a team which was meant to have one of the best offensive line. I think they went down, a lot of them went down in injury. Um with injuries and I think this team is a good rebound for um you know finishing high in that division uh uh probably not challenging the Chiefs but you know looking for that second spot I think I think the offensive line will get a lot better this offseason nice okay so with that offensive line getting better do you think that um I know Pietro doesn't like this play that much but do you think Jacob will have a better season next season well, well, Pietro, why don't you like t- tell us about Jacobs? Because I've got mixed opinions on him. What what do what do you like and what don't you like? It is very hard to put into words. He, can't. <laughs> he, he puts up the numbers. They give him the ball a lot, and he does the job well. But he doesn't get. I don't think his yards per carry are great. Okay. I don't think his catches are existent yeah. in that offense. So, so he was RB eight last year. Yeah. Yeah. I know, because they exclusively used it. And I think that's a problem because I don't think they, they can physically carry on exclusively using him. I think they need another running back, probably a pass catching type like Tariq Cohen, someone like that, but not that player. Oh, similar type great. player in the backfield to spread the workload. I mean, their receivers were some of the worst in the league. <laughs> so they had to rely on Jacobs because I'm not sure what else they had in the in- that's all it is. Wallet and Jacobs. If you if Antonio's right and the O line is better and the team mm-hmm. does improve, I got mixed opinions of whether that helps Jacobs or not. I'm not sure. The thing is, yeah, we well, saw last year that. when um, Booker came in, he looked explosive and and that looked like it was going to take away from Jacobs. So I agree. If they do add, I would be concerned for Jacobs. Yeah. So, add what though? Because they've got, I mean, Jalen Rashad and Booker are both all right. Booker's maybe not a pass catching back, but Rashad, and they didn't get theoretic on the field as well. Maybe I'm yeah, dreaming that him. up. But, but Rashad, Rashad's probably one of the best pass catching backs. Are you are you saying, so what, what kind of person's going to hurt Jacobs? Like a... It may not be a change in personnel, just a change in the way they use them because... They kept shit chopping and changing to make something yeah. happen because it wasn't working. So it's not receivers. Jacobs had only one game above or two games over above seventy percent snap share. And so it's going to be in the back of their minds that Elsinay twenty four. He's had two very heavy workload seasons. If they do want to push on, perhaps this year next, they can keep feeding the ball consistently and just letting him run into people like they did last year, getting hurt. <laughs> Because he was constantly quite so half a year as well. Yeah. Now with Marshawn yeah. Lynch. <laughs> in Dynasty, would, would you rather Jake, Jacobs or, or Miles Sanders in Dynasty? Pietro. Oh, we're going to talk about Miles Sanders. This is another huge problem for me as well, but I don't like. Jacobs or Mixon? Yeah. You want to play Miles Sanders? Because I'll be happy to. But <clears throat> you, you'd, rather Miles San- you'd rather Miles Sanders, would you, than Jacobs? No. You'd rather. Joe Mixon, I would rather, yes. Yeah. Sure. And I don't like Joe Mixon. No. As we know, I've expressed it. <laughs> okay. Cool. I just want to talk about Carr a minute because i just saying, yeah. I agree with everything Antonio's just said, but I will say I've heard this all before and I've heard it four or five times. 
And it's a worry for me when you hear the same phrase, this is Cars year, he's a good player, it's going to happen now. And it doesn't. And then it doesn't happen again. And then it doesn't happen again. So yeah, you said, about his, you said about his weapons, though. So you thought last year he had Walla, basically. And I thought Nelson Aguilar would play really well last year. I think he's yeah. worked himself. In, I think he's got himself a contract this year um, mm. somewhere. So, it, I mean, if they add, they need to add. They're already talking about receivers. If they add just one more player, they got basically a speedstone rogues, who I think is a one-trick pony. And I don't think Carr's good at the deep throw. So I, I don't think... Rooks is going to explode. But you've got Waller, then let's say someone like a Galladay, for example, or someone around that. Mm-hmm. And, and Rugs. I mean, that's three three not bad weapons for Carr. But they did add it's that. hard for me to say that he's not going to... They did that. They added Edwards. They had Renfro. They added Rugs, And none of them worked. Brian Edwards is the biggest buy-low of this division, this... in my opinion. But what I mean is they added talent which was meant to be good, it never worked. Yes, they, they have not added an elite receiver, but now they've invested in three young players. Mm. Are they now going to go out and buy a big star like Carter? Mm. I don't well, see it happening. Boys, I'll stop here because I've got some good news for the listeners. Cello has come back safe from flying his kite next to the electrodes and everything like that. Chell, what's the weather like? You so sure. I was unmuted, wouldn't I? <laughs> 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 I had to answer the question. Um, have you flying kites, have I? Or... Flying kites and balloons, but we well, know you're uh, some electron, that's news, electron pylons. That's news to me, mate. That's news to me. <laughs> it's windy out, that's how you are. Let's get him straight into the conversation. Is yeah. Darren Waller ahead of Kittle in your dynasty ranks? Where's that come from? Get him straight in there. Join the conversation. Is he in the same tier as the top three? Is he in the top three? He is behind the top two. Is he at the foot of the mountain? That's what I like to picture. <laughs> he's climbing. He's climbing, but he's still behind the top two. That's how I picture it. There's a mountain with um, two people on top, and there's a couple of people. There's one person climbing it, and that's about it. Yeah, Darren Kittle's Waller. got his leg out, and he's, he's kicking him back yeah. down. He's, he's trying to get up. He's trying. Absolutely amazing. Chell, what's your opinion on Jacobs next year? The boys are mixed. Uh, Pietro's own words was, it's hard to put into words. Dynasty value. <laughs> we talking. Why I don't like it. <laughs> dynasty, yeah, yeah, dynasty. Yeah, dynasty. <laughs> he's still 23. I know. He, he's, he's one of these running backs that's pretty much got a full workload whilst he's been fit, but he's been awfully inefficient with his touches. So, uh, yes, he's still young, but I don't see him going up in value. Let's say that. So he's his value is the highest. So yeah, always a sell. A sell. We got sell. we got Jacob Sell, Matt. Do you write that down from Pietro? Let me put it like this. No, Chalo. Who's more? Like, who do you get more excited about? Cam Akers, Swift, or Jacobs? Can you rank them? And I know who my mind comes last. See, I think the answer is always the younger player because you haven't seen as much oh, from them. He's so, one year old. He's one year older, boys. We're not yeah, talking I, about. He might even be older. Exactly. So, what's the answer, though? Uh, you help me out. Akers, Akers is top for me. Yeah. Yeah. I Bobby. Swift. Uh, yeah, Jacobs is probably bottom of that list. He's not Swift like, is it's something he's most talented not out of three. Exciting. Swift is probably in the middle because I, I don't love that offense. But yeah, I think Akers, Swift, and then Jacobs for me in that order. But 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 they're all high. They're all top twelve. Jacobs is not out of the top twelve for Arby's in Dynasty. Uh, in my yeah, opinion, is, Jacobs no. is more of a plodder and a downhill runner, isn't he? Rather than you know, yeah. When he came into the league, when Jacobs came into the league, he was known for his pass catching. I just I don't know if they're doing something. Different in that offense, they definitely give him a 20. So he got 20 more targets this year than last year. That's a good sign. So yeah. you know, they've, they've realized maybe that's Jalen Rashad and um, the chap they had before, uh, DeAndre Washington was there the first year. They were catching a lot more this year. It changed a little bit. So Jacobs is, is getting a bit more receptions, but I, I can't take him out of the top 12 for Dynasty. Um, no, I still have him over Gibson. 
if he doesn't have those receptions, he's never going to break into the top 10 and stay there permanently. Mm-hmm. No. The rest of the well, range have that pass catching upside. And we're all in PPR half, PPR league. Yeah. Fair enough. Definitely. Boys, it's come halfway through the show. And as you know, I'm bringing a new game show in every single week. And where we're making a lot of money from this uh, show, I've managed to hire somebody this week to come in and do the middle of the show show. Um, Matt, we, we were so lucky getting this person, weren't we? Well, yeah, I was shocked when you rang me and told me about this. Shocked. Shock. Other words shock. among that as well, other words. Shocked. Shock <laughs> I spoke to the law team. Uh, I have to tell the listeners, this isn't Scylla Black. It's an impersonator of Scylla Black. Just in case any listeners are like, hold on, Scylla Black. Uh. Um, so I'm going to just, oh, that's the door. Matt, if you carry on hosting, I'm going to answer that door. Well, Scylla Black's going to be coming on. Any All right, second. well, before... Brian Edwards, can we just have a chat about Brian Edwards? Well, this is the same I, don't, I don't know if this is the time to. <laughs> no, he's gone. Forget about it, Silla Black. He's coming in a minute. Oh, all the seriousness is gone, Ennis. I can't. Bri- I, uh, Brian Edwards needs <laughs> to be bought in all, all, all dynasty formats. I think uh, he you, is going to overtake yeah. Ruggs easily. He's the prototype number one as well. You can get him cheap. You can definitely get him cheap. There's not much to overtake. Rugs and I like Aguilar. I think even if they bring Aguilar back, that's probably best case scenario for Edwards. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, he, he's, a, they... he's a stopgap sort of player though, Aguilar at the minute. He, he's not obviously. No. He'll Did alright though. Yeah, of course. Did really well, I thought. He looked completely different to the player at Philadelphia. Dropped loads of passes in Philadelphia, if you remember. Yeah, please. Um, hiya, boys. You're right. <laughs> It's still a black, yeah? <laughs> I, I just wanted to say, you boys are really handsome, you are. You go, I, oh, I'm very lucky doing this show. But <laughs> Pete and Antonio, <laughs> um, you guys <laughs> have got so many rings. I bet you make Sonic happy. So I'm not going to be talking to you today. <laughs> I'm talk to Cello. Cello, your trophy cabinet is as useful as a fart in the Sahara Desert. So I'm going to give you three options today to help your team. The first player in box number one is five or ten. Okay. What do you think of that? Would you like for five or ten wide receivers or no? That's a slot guy, yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, the second player, six or three, be able to do your light bulbs for you. Do you like that height for a wide receiver or no? Mm. If he's got a, a few muscles on him, yeah, why not? Okay, okay. And the third receiver is in between the short one and tall one. He's six or two. <laughs> I bet you're tall now. But I'll give you some other little things here just to help you with your decision. <laughs> uh, the first wide receiver who was five foot ten is 27 years of age. The second wide receiver is only 21. And the third wide receiver is 27. Who are you favouring so far, Cello? Uh, we're talking dynasty, so you always think the uh, the younger one, don't you? The young, tall, wide receiver. Interesting. I know Antonio always says tall, wide receivers, they're just big and bulky, they've got no skill. But he's got a lot of rings, Cello. Maybe you need to listen to him, and you'll have a better trophy cabinet. Uh, it, we've all very handsome boys here, but Matt, you must have hit every single ugly tree going down that tree. Bless you. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, Silla Black is well travelled because there's yeah. some there's some great accents. I've got another show after this from Paddy McGuinness. So, Cello, the final thing for helping you decide who you're going to choose to get some more trophies. The first player last season had 1,276 shards. I hope you're writing this down, Cello, because I've forgotten it already. The second wide receiver has 1,400 yards. And the third wide receiver has 1,250 yards. Who are you choosing for your blind date, Cello? One, two, three. It's a no-brainer. It's got to be number two. You're going Justin Jefferson over Tyreek Hill or Alan Robinson. Well done, mate. You've got (laughs) a dynasty player for the future. I've got to go now. I'm going to be Paddy McGuinness. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. 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 What the? Don't come back.
<laughs> I heard Scottish. Well, um, there, was, there was Irish in there. There was Irish. In there. <laughs> all, the, all the, the only Liverpudlian was when he rolled his R. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please, we need to make some more money so we can get better. Like <laughs> some better guests. On the show, well, we're it? never going to make money <laughs> after that, Luke. <laughs> I know. We're getting sued after that. <laughs> we had to pay for that person, so just words <laughs> out there. Uh, Michelle, do you agree with going Justin Jefferson over Tyreek Hill and Alan Robinson? Then, uh, well, obviously it's uh, it's close between Tyreek and Jefferson, but yeah, take the gamble on Jefferson. You mad at her? And so, <laughs> what do you think about that? Do you think he's gone wrong with a blind date? Well, Tyreek Hill is is over Jefferson in Dynasty, I think. Because we've only seen it one year, but you know, Jefferson's not far away, is he? No, Robinson's no. not far away from Jefferson as well. Robinson was wide receiver eight at Chicago. His situation can't be worse than last year, and he was number eight. So the six-year difference that makes the difference. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. Oh yeah, and still a black did it perfectly of saying the stats. And I know yeah. Matt always looks at the stats, and it is a small sample size last season, but twenty-one. And he's outscored Tyreek and Robinson with yards. We didn't talk about touchdowns, obviously, but it is interesting um, with that. Okay, boys, um, Raiders, did we talk about wide receivers and what they're going to do next season with that? Well, I, I, all I said was I think they're going to add one, but I think Brian Edwards, um, I'd rather have Brian Edwards right now than Henry, Henry Ruggs. And that might be a bit bold, but that's how I feel about him. Brian Edwards. Uh huh. Go get him. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I'm getting I missed the show. I paid all our money and I was at the door talking to the postman the whole time. Um, <laughs> let's go on to the charges then because I know Matt is really excited for that. Uh, Matt, talk about the charges and why you're excited for them next season. Why, why am I excited for the Chargers next season? Okay, because they've got a, they've, they've got a fantastic quarterback. Um, because I love Keenan Allen. I mean, I, I would be... I, I, I'm a big fan of the Chargers. Let's talk... Who's, who's this tight end coming in? This, this uh, generational tight end coming in? What's his name again, Tony? Pitts. Pitts, that's the one. He, um, you're saying like Pietro then, Tom. Um, mm-hmm. He... They, they're talking about potentially him going to the Chargers as well. I think this this offensive line is just is 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 fantastic, and I would want plenty of shares in all of it. Is my view on the Chargers? You keeping all the Chargers players? Yeah, if I got any of the Chargers, I'd be holding on to them. You know the key names, um, but yeah, uh, and I, and if I don't, I'd be looking to, to buy them. Obviously, I'm in a position to try and win, as we pointed out. A couple of times, so Keenan Allen is a, is a player absolutely on my radar. Um, you love Keenan Allen. I love Keenan Allen. I'll be drafting him in redraft where I can, and in can't do a podcast without you talk about him. Yeah, no, I know. I I I still I'd still um I'd want to go get him now. I want to go get him and add him to my dynasty team. If you're in a position to win, would would one hundred percent be going after him? Shall what are you thinking about the Chargers next season? He was hurried a lot. The run game didn't help him a lot. So I, I think Herbert was just exceptional in his rookie year. And he uh, put a blanket over all the deficiencies. Yes, he has good talent. He does have good receivers or had good receivers. I know he's lost the tight end. But um, yeah, back to your question. Uh, yeah, every chance of finishing second in our division. Every chance. I think it is all quite close. They've all, they all can... Uh, you know, put their hat in and, uh, to say they're going to finish second in that division. Nice. So, are you keeping these charges then, hoping that they could potentially have a good season next season? Oh, fancy. Fan- yeah, no, fancy wise, you you want plenty of parts of it. I mean, 
people have been waiting on Mike Williams for That's, yeah. six, six, six years now, I think. So I'd understand if uh, people want to want to jump ship on him and, and, and trade him away. He's not exactly a trade candidate for me. I, I wouldn't, at this point in time, I wouldn't. Two years ago, yes, I would have been all over it, but I just haven't seen it over, over his career. So, but yeah, running back, so he... obviously Austin Eckler, if he's fit, fantastic. The rookies were hit and miss, I would say, when they came in to fill in for Eckler. Uh, Keenan Allen's a stud, yeah. And Justin Herbert, obviously, superstar. Yeah, they exercised the fifth-year option on Mike Williams, so he's staying. They didn't do that for Corey Davis. They they came in together. So Corey Davis was picked probably two picks before Mike Williams in the in the actual draft. So, yeah, they've obviously seen enough to give him that extra fifth year, and that probably means that if we talk about Pitts, so if it's Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Pitts, then Herbert. Uh, yeah, that, I mean that's tasty, isn't it? You got one one deep. Specialist really, Mike Williams got intermediate stuff with Keenan, and I think Pitts will be just probably the top top tight end in three or four years when Kelsey steps down. So, um, so yeah, that would be a great addition, Matt. Like that, lovely boys. What do you think about Chalo selling, uh, saying sell Mike Williams? Do you think, uh, I know Tyron Johnson came in like when Williams was injured, didn't he? And he did all right shift for one or two games, I think. Um, what do you think about Mike Williams? Would you be selling him or would you be keeping him, hoping that um, he has a bigger game? Pete, what do you think? If I had Mike Williams, I'd keep him at this point because I, you wouldn't get a lot for selling him and I'd roll the dice to see what did happen next year. As Antonio said, they did sign him. Yeah. He is going to be the number two receiver on a team next year. And I only say that because generally rookie tight ends, if they do draft bits, are not going to come in straight away and be a target hog. But going back to what Matthew said about Keenan Allen, it is something to think about long-term. Keenan Allen's, I think he's 28. Um, Carl Pitts is eventually, if he comes to that team, going to be a target hog. There's no doubt about that. So it is something long-term to think about. Um, my main interest, to be honest, is a running back on that team. I personally don't see Ecklers being... An elite free down back. When you said sorry, when you said target, I thought you I thought you were going for, I thought you were gonna say I, you really I, but then you just like Eckler. I think when they had Melvin Gordon and Eckler. And they use the two help. But if I I am worried that they used any sort of running back just to be the hammer at the goal line, just to be the one and the two punch, I, I would worry yeah. a little bit. I mean, then someone like Keelan Ballage <laughs> look good. And if you could do that, then it's not a good sign. They can probably bring in anyone to do to be the one and two man, and he's the third man, he's the pass catcher. And it's not it's not a good place to be. I if I was on the name, I'd be a little bit worried. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I don't it's, yeah. It's interesting. He missed eight games last season, didn't he, with injury? That's another thing, but I'm not allowed to talk about injuries on some of family. He's not injury prone. <laughs> he's not injury prone. You don't think of Eckler's injury. He had a horrible hamstring injury, but yeah. I'm not worried about that. There's no one else worried? If you owned Eckler, would you not be a little bit worried? Matthew, are you I own Eckler? Yeah, are I you do. worried? No, I'm not worried. I'm excited. I'm the complete <laughs> opposite. We had some, we had some uh, signal issues, I think, when you were giving your explanation and your rationale, Pietro. So this saves yeah. me cut, cutting it out of the, uh, at the end of <laughs> final copy, to be honest. Because I just, yeah, I'm, 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 not, worried. I'm not worried about I, Eckler. I actually, Pia, I, I worry. I think that Eckler is similar to Aaron Jones. Jones looked amazing for Green Bay when you got big chubby Williams smashing out uh, D-line and then Jones comes in and he's this elusive back. And I think Eckler's the same um, where he's better with that one-two punch. And, and you see it with the Browns and stuff like that as well. Like that one-two keeps him fresh. It keeps him more electric, more elusive. And yeah, I agree. I think he's a better player. 
Um, and yeah, I, I completely agree with what you're saying, really. The Chargers are a more complete team when Eckler isn't the sole running back on the as a free down back. I think they look better when mm. they use two running backs, when he's on the outside as the pass catcher, when they've got someone up the middle as well. I just think it helps the team. So I don't see a reason why they wouldn't go back to it. It could help Eckler going back to that role. Yeah. Where he was elite in yeah. PPR formats. Just keeping him fresh all times. Yeah, it's but interesting. It it's a bit of a worry for me, that's all. It won't <laughs> nice. for me. Um, is, have, we, have people given up on Joshua Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. Season. Can't, can't, get, can't get a better opportunity than Eckler missing out of the season and being your uh, competition. And Justin, Justin, and Justin Jefferson. What was his name? Justin Jackson. They can't, they can't, he can't get a better opportunity than that. And he, he was putting up like three yards, of car- three yards of carry. Eckler came back and automatically hit 4.6, 4.7. There's a big difference there. Mm. Fortunately. Yeah, I mean, you've got to keep hold of him, you're not gonna get anything. No, um, okay, boys, this comes on to the last team, and I know, um, it's it's quite a a different scenario for this team because they've had a very hard year, especially when all the quarterbacks were out and they had that little wide receiver trying to throw. Um, but what do we see is happening with Broncos next season? Is there anybody you want in that team? Anybody, if you've got on your team, are you keeping or are you trying to offload? What are we thinking? Well, if I'm a Broncos fan, all I want is Cortland Sutton fit and playing. He made the difference two years ago and he's going to make the difference again when he's back in this team. I'd also want the quarterback, but it's just not going to happen. No. I mean, Drew Locke. I, inconsistent, poor passer. Poor runner, O line, but I don't know what he offers. I try to think of it. I can't so he's done. He's done your eyes, yeah. Yeah. Done. No, they're not going to give up on him because they only drafted him last year. I think. I think they'll give him another go. I think. I can't be sure, but in my eyes, he's not good enough. He's going to have to have a miraculous turn around this year. They got a, a team. Yeah. Chell, I'm just interested. Mm-hmm. Rank, rank the wide receivers for me in this team for Dynasty. What do you think the wide receivers are in order for Dynasty Ooh. purposes? Um, that's a good question. I still think, I still have faith in Cortland Sutton. Uh, I'll still put Sutton above Judy and then KJ Hammer. And Patrick? Mm. So he's Patrick a free agent and, uh, he, and he falls out. Okay. I, 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 no, I, are you with that? So I, I, I think Judy might be close. ahead of Sutton. It's close. I, I it's would close. go Judy over Sutton. And I think Fant, if we were to add Fant in there as well, just thinking... Yeah. Because Fant... Uh, yeah. Fant, see, Fant's got all the, all the traits for a big tight end. I think he's really, really good. I think Fant makes that third year step this year. But it's hard to see where his targets are going to come with these players that we just talked about. Because, I mean, Hamler did all right as well. He's the forgotten man, really. So you've got Judy. Let's say the first team is three wide receivers, Judy, Sutton, and Hamler, and then one tight end, Fant. So that's their four that's going out on regular patterns. They're not going to get 10 targets each game, are they? So someone's going to miss out there. No, it drew Does that mean? So yeah, but all right. Even if it was, I don't know, one of the quarterbacks going to go there. Watson. Sam Donald has been. He's the only name there. That no, they've only said they only trade for a big, big time quarterback. They're not making sideways moves or you know slightly up moves. They would only be for a big, big name. I think what I'm trying to say is I'm struggling to say any of them are a buy because there's so many of them. It's a really talented receiving core. Yeah, yeah. So really, really talented. And they're all fantastic players in their own right. So, yeah, it's hard to see any of them being hogs in our offense. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I can't see them as miss. a buy because we don't know the quarterback position yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. So added on top of all those targets, 
I really like Fant. If I if I'm honest, I probably I think Fant might be the safest buy for that reason. I because yeah, I can't disagree with that. I you don't like Fant. No, I think they're all buys for the exact reasons you just gave. The instant on our team with our quarterback, their poor performance last year, and the fact Sutton didn't even play a minute last year, barely. I mean, Judy was an elite receiver when he was drafted. He had some, he had problems with drops. I mean, he's dropped 50% yeah. of the ball. Do you put that on lock or do you put it on him? It's probably a bit on both. But if they could, they're bound to improve. And I would, that team's bound to improve. I'd be looking at all of them from Melvin Gordon yeah. right the way through to Sutton, Judy, maybe not Hamler, definitely Fant if I can get him. But I think. It's very difficult to get a young tight end in this league. And the only person I won't be going after is Drew Locke, as I've said quite clearly. But yeah, there's a lot to like in our offense. They're all young. Dynasty value is great, and they all had a bad year. If you don't get them now and they have a good year, that's it. The ship's yeah, Are they all going to have a good year? That's what I think me and Cello are saying. They, they can't all have a good year. No, they can't. We're not going to. Drew Locke, and that offensive line is not capable of making all of those fantasy relevant this season the the one I would want like of all of those if you're trying to win this season is Melvin Gordon it's, if Philip Lindsay doesn't resign which it looks likely he's not going to resign Gordon goes back to being a bell cave like he was at the, at the Chargers a set for third down and I love that if you're trying to win this year he's a great buy yes mm. it's a one or two year buy and make the most of it yeah yeah but what I'm trying to say is one of them should have a good year. Theory says one of them should have a good year. Which one? He's going to find a favourite. <laughs> this is the point. Which one? You know. You have to. You have I to can't buy all of them though, and I can't but, buy all of them. But this is so... the difference. Buying our fans is you're not just buying for one year. You're buying for no. ten. No. So I wouldn't worry if you buy a fan today or tomorrow or next yeah. year. I think he's buy. If you buy Cortland Sutton. He is 25. Mm. He did lead the team two years ago in targets without Judy. And he mm-hmm. hasn't had a lot of time to practice with Drew Locke. So that is a concern for me. And if they give any receive time, Judy, he's on the contract for a while. So he's probably the better investment for me on that Broncos team, purely because you know he's going to stay there. Yeah. Colin Sutton's in his last year. His last yeah, year. That's my word. Of contract, and they didn't choose him in the first round, so this is his final year for Denver at 26 years old. So that's why I think Judy's ahead of him. Just going back to what I said, I agree. I think Judy's ahead of Sutton, even though Sutton's he is the prototype number one um, size and obviously contested catch. I think he's great. Uh, he's yeah, Sutton's. I think he leaves next year. I don't think they're gonna. Yeah. I think Judy leapfrogged him. But fans the one you want. If that's yeah. a really good discussion, boys, especially with all those talent. And if they do get a quarterback, let's say like Fitzgerald or someone comes in, like I'd be really excited for anyone. Ryan, Ryan Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald, is it? <laughs> Love him. You know he's gonna perform at any team he goes in. Look what he's done this last Ooh. season. I think he's Patrick, oh, sorry. Oh, I, 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 thought, I thought you knew when you were taking a bit. Even if he was retired, he's better than Drew Locke. He's bum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with me. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting you brought that up. And I just want to add, whenever someone says Judy, has anyone watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, uh, it's waste on you then. Judge, Ju- Judge Judy, I thought you were going to... The no. viewers don't know. Luke, yeah. yeah, the listeners will know. Uh, Brooklyn 99 is this arch enemy, and he always goes, Damn you, Judy! Um, yeah, it's, it's waste on you, boys. Yeah, it's hot. You're wasting you on think, this podcast, mate. You, you should be on stage. That... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, Denver, Denver, good fancy team, but probably bottom of the division, I'm afraid, next year, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that bombshell, boys, it's been great, great chatting to you. Did you want to discuss anything before we sign out? Uh, yeah, there's a few good. trades kicking around. Yeah, go on. Well, um, what do we think of Damien Harris 
next year. Do we think Cam Newton? So Cam Newton's back. We need to talk about Cam Newton at some point on our podcast. I didn't think they were going to sign him back. Well, we got the Patriots. That was a bit of a shock. Yeah, we have. We've done the Patriots. We've done the Pats. Yeah, that was a shock. That was a shock. I don't think we've done all AFC. It says a lot. I don't think it says a lot. I I, I still think that's not the the end result. There, Cam Newton starting next season. I still don't think that's the end result. You've got to realise, last year, Cam Newton, I was reading about it, he cost him all in with incentives, the full shebang, three and a half million dollars. Yeah, yeah, do you know what they got yeah, given yeah. him this year? No, but apparently... 13, 13, 13.6. Exactly, right? So that tells you they've taken that chunk out of the budget. That leaves them a nice chunk of about $60 million to play with in cap space, mm-hmm. something along those lines where they can invest in every single other position that they need, starting with tight end, starting with two receivers they're probably going to need. Yeah. Um, O-line needs help. Gilmore. No, well, I think what I'm saying is Cam Newton, Cam Newton got COVID last year, and there's been a big thing about he was completely a different player after he came back from COVID. Mm-hmm. Before you... Yeah. Have, have, we had, have we had a look at the split, Chad? Have you, have you had a look at the splits? <laughs> Can I just say you come through before COVID? So, yeah. Uh, so you're <laughs> not, maybe, maybe I'm not about throwing. Let me yeah, just check. Okay. I, you keep talking oh, a minute. Oh, let me just you find can out. Throw before okay, COVID. you could bring up the numbers, <laughs> but there's no excuse for throwing a ball 10 yards over someone's head, which was his problem. I mean, me and Shallow, we watched a compilation of his interceptions. And they were <laughs> there was no receiver in sight on half of them. But when did he get COVID? Had faith. But you saw enough in that terrible performance to re-sign him. So I suppose we got to trust Belichick. But it is a stopgap, yeah. We, we know it is just a stopgap. If you're rebuilding a team, you don't rebuild, rebuild, uh, rebuild a team with Cam Newton. So I still think they'll do something this year for that rebuilding process. They might play Cam this year, I think but they'll still... They'll, he's their main man. You know, they put $30 million in that. He's going to be their starter. 13 one That's three. Yeah. And you got someone another commentator brought up a good point. There's a lot of players in the division, the free agents, that like Hamilton. There's a player and like him as their quarterback. Yeah. It's, it is an incentive to go there. Yeah. Cam yeah. Newton is averaging twelve rushes a game. I was gonna say his rushing is last year. Incredible. You know why? Yeah, but, but hang on. <laughs> we hang, exactly. So let me just go back to 19, 15 out of 44 throws with two, 17 out of 27 week three. They're not, they're not horrendous. I think he went off with COVID. He must have like COVID week four. Um, but he came back and he was a different the player. The thing that worries me, oh, I thought, is... I don't think... You look at you look at uh, week twelve, week yeah. thirteen, and week sixteen. So COVID would he would have been recovered by then. He's he's from two interceptions and eighty four yards. One game, a whole game, he threw thirty four yards. Eleven in fifteen, he was less than two hundred. Eleven in fifteen games. Yeah, I think seventy percent of his game under. 200 yards. I think that does. It it's, it's, it's okay if you're rushing for 100 yards a game. It's okay, but mm. he's not. And often he rushes because he knows he can't throw, I think. So yeah. all that said, all <laughs> okay, that said, give, give all that said, he was targets. called back 16 because of his rushing. Yeah. He's still going to be, he's, he, he just ne- he'll never fall out of the top 20 quarterbacks because of yeah. his rushing ability. So, you know, yeah. he's, he's, he's probably a late round sleeper, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah. Same as last year. Yeah, Matt, did you draft him last year? Matthew yeah, did. I drafted him, yeah. Or did you pick him up on the wire? Drafted. No, I drafted him and I dropped him to the wire. I drafted him as well. He was worth a gamble, the price he was going for in drafts. He was worth a gamble because he's shown that he's a top five quarterback over his career. Whereas the other quarterbacks going in that range hadn't. So he was mm. worth the gamble. Yeah. Didn't pay off, but more upside than Drew Locke. <laughs> That's the yeah. point sometimes. It's you all would. about that upside late in draft. Yeah. But he's got a terrible flow. I mean, I had him, I picked him up, my Matthew oh. dropped him, 
point, the same gamble. I was getting one point, eight points, three points. It was a killer. Wow. He loses. He can win you and lose you a match. Did like he? That. Here's a question for you, Pete. Did he burn you as hard as Carr burned you? Derek Carr. Derek Carr was injured. That's not his fault. Cam Newton was just a bum for those games. <laughs> so I blame Cam Newton firmly for every game I lost. <laughs> and wow. for the Carr game as well, you blame Cam Newton. Yeah, that was Cam yeah. Newton's fault because I had to drop <laughs> in to pick up Carr. <laughs> <laughs> What's the magic number when we're looking at quarterback fantasy points? What's the magic number? 20? Eight. Mm. <laughs> for a drafted, for a drafted nice. quarterback, yeah. 20 points? No. 11 or 15 again. 18. 20 Over 18. 18 Over plus. 18. I like yeah. 18. It's lower than 20, Charles. Yeah. Okay, then you're talking 10 out of 15. 66%. What? What? Below... What? 18 points last season. Yeah, he was boom buster, wasn't he? Because his booms were, were high, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, no. a 25, a 35, a 25, and a 22. They were the standout numbers. Okay. Four, so four he, standout he didn't, numbers. he had one over 30. He also had a two, a five, a four. Yeah, you get the point? Yeah, that's boom bust. So he, had, he, yeah. he got 35 week two, and he had 37 week 17. Some quarterbacks won't even see those numbers. So he is boom bust, isn't he? We that have to also look exactly at, useful, but that's what I was going to say. We have to look at his receiver. <laughs> if you put Cam Newton in the Broncos team, do you think he's better? No. Okay. Could be the worse. With the Broncos I don't think it could be worse. That's not going to change if Cam Newton was throwing it. Uh, there's something else as well saying there's no way Bill Belichick would resign him if he thought he was washed. So no, he's probably seen something that's, that's good. Maybe Stidham, they're not ready for Stidham, obviously, because. He would have stepped up by now. He's going into year three. He's he's probably not going to make it in this league. Totally. So the other draft. Can we just yeah. say the trade of the season last season, Antonio? Oh yeah. Somebody. I turned Stidham. I turned you be one. I turned Stidham into uh, Miles Sanders, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. That was a good. That was a good day. <laughs> and then the next day they got Cam Newton and Stidham was benched. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. And that's how you get trophies, Chell. <laughs> I've got trophies. Well, well, hang on. You're the only one with a trophy. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got Sorry. a trophy. I, I've got a lot of setting rings. But i no. got a participation badge. <laughs> <laughs> cello has got most improved one year. He, he came close to me in the final and he lost, unfortunately. <laughs> most, most improved trophy on, his, uh, on yeah. his wall. Any other trades, boys, that you want to discuss? I was just going to talk about Wilson. Coming out slating his team. Yeah. Actual or, trades. Uh, actual NFL trades. Actual on, NFL trades. And Russell Wilson. He's off. I don't see any other way about that. He's gone. So there's no coming back for you in, in your eyes? They I was looking at the numbers. They have to sink $37 million to bring him to keep him. And they only have five million free. Is that yes, because they I, wanted to restructure his deal to get? He's basically. Oh, right. So, yeah, I think he's. But I don't think Pete Carroll's the type of person who sits here and goes, giving the money, I think, just go and move on. But there was a lot, it was a huge debate. I, I have been listening to it about the amount of quarterbacks Pete Carroll's drafted. It's only two they've ever gone and got. And one of them's Wilson. I couldn't tell you the other one. Um, but yeah, I think for all intents and purposes, they're moving on. I don't think they've got the money to give to him. I don't think they want to give him the money either. Mm. Which opens up a lot more opportunities. So is it Chicago's favourite for Wilson? Yeah, that's what I thought. But Matthew um, come up with some other names. Matthew? You? Well, no, I saw that there was chat around a three-way trade, which also involved the Raiders and the Pats. But now that's next from Cam Newton staying and the Raiders back in car. So it won't be that. Yeah. yeah. Chicago probably favourite. Which would be good for for Alan Robinson. Yeah, and Mooney. Um... I mean, they got Trubisky. 
and Montgomery, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. They were talking, the numbers are a bit funny because essentially they have to trade him after draft day. But if they do that, oh, they, right. they can't get picks in return. Which yeah, makes it the... very, very complicated. <laughs> and fun. <laughs> I think with Dynasty, if you think if you think that's going to happen, then you have to go after Robinson or Mooney, surely. Because the value right. just doubles. It doubles, yeah. doesn't it? In, in a day. As soon as that deal strikes. Um, Chalos yeah. just sold yeah. Robinson for a pack of crisps. So. Yeah. <laughs> what was the trade, Chal? Remind us. Three months, straight up. Yeah. 151 targets last season, Robinson. Third in the league. Uh, he's he's uh, he is quarterback he's quarterback proof simple as yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. also twenty eight. And Galladay's twenty eight. What do we think of Galladay's? Uh, where's he gonna land? Twenty seven. By the time we play, by the time Colts, we, Colts, by the time we do a podcast next week, he will be signed to someone. Colts and Pats, they're the two that are Patriots and the Colts. If he goes to the, they're two very different. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you prefer Wentz? Obviously, yeah. you prefer Wentz than Cam. Yeah, probably. You think, I think he would fit a lot for me. I think the Patriots need to be. No, but he'd be a lot more useful to us as fancy managers if he goes to the Colts. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Yeah, but we're not talking. That's not how it works. <laughs> the I'm, team that's the most. Is has to be the Patriots, but I've never seen them spend big on free agency apart from when they got Gilmore. Why rebuild with a 28 year old? It's not building, he's 27, firstly, and that's still lose five years great. in the bank. Or they go mm. cheap and they get AJ Green for a one year, two year deal. I, I think AJ Green fits New England now with Cam there. But it's, I still think that, that's a cheaper option, that's a cheaper option than Galladay. So Mm. It'll be interesting these next couple of weeks to see where everyone ends up. There's more options. We've, we've now this day. There's yeah. the drags can still do with another receiver, I think. Yep. Um, who else we've got? The Bengals have cap space. Why not improve if AJ goes? Who's taking up a lot of money? What? Is he taking up a lot of money? Yeah, don't quote me on that. Who? <laughs> AJ Green. No, he's, he's gone. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Leaving the Bengals, well, that leaves in cap space for them. Oh, I they see. I think that's already that's already accounted for. So whatever number you're looking at is AJ yeah. Green's not on the team. Dead money, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Galladay could start in there in a nice mm. three-man wide receiver set. But maybe they play three not... receivers more than any other team. Yeah. There's teams. There's other teams, other options. Washington got money, but they got would you teams. sell? Would you sell Galladay now? I've had a couple of I've, right now, I've had a couple of offers for Galladay and I'm reluctant to sell because I think is he's more likely to land... Well, actually, I should probably sell, shouldn't I? Because he's more likely to land on a team that's worse for him for fantasy. Right, if you, so right now, three days before free agency, would you sell a player like that and hope that he What are we saying the value is? Would you be, what are we saying the value is? I, 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 I'm, I'm struggling to put a number on it. Okay, well, do you want a, 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 a wide receiver equivalent? Oh, what's the end of the Yeah, okay, equivalent, either or. Okay, so I remind myself now. Melvin Gordon, straight up. Do you need a running back? Already. <laughs> Not a million miles away, but if you don't need a running back, then it'd be a no. I'm reluctant to buy wide uh, running backs at all. Really? Um, uh, what else have I had? Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd or Kenny Galladay? Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. I like Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Tyler. Adam Thielen. Like so, so Adam Thielen. And what else did he offer? Let me just check his team. Because I said no to this. And I probably... Because I didn't like Thielen really um, at the moment. Adam Thielen and uh, was it Bell? Might be Le'Veon Bell. One touch with a basketball. 
Yeah, Thielen and Bell. He's trying to obviously get younger or whatever. Not really with Galladay, but Thielen and Bell or Galladay? Galladay. Yeah, Galladay in that situation. Even if he goes to the Pats or the Jets. But that's not what I'd want in return. Yeah, I just think it's a bad trade. He's going to a worse team, I think. The only teams in either receivers are worse teams right now. Yeah, I think he's a sell. I think I've talked talked myself into him being a sell, to be honest. And you can get more than... You can spin the narrative of it's exciting, where's he going to land? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to settle on on this this player, but you do need to do it soon. I'd be looking for a leg first. Would you sell for 1.9? 10? I wouldn't 1. give it 1.9. I wouldn't give it the 1.9. So, so who no, Charles, can we talk about rookies then? Because you needed to put some names on these 1.9. It's, it's not names. Could, you, you don't have to. Go go, no, I, I, I'm interested. 1.9. 1. 1. 1. Um, Wardle. Wardle. Um, yeah. He's not a proven receiver. None no. Of and you get Galladay who is. So if I'm looking to win... I would mm. trade my 1.10, 1.9 for someone like Holiday to win a proven receiver. That would be my price. Interesting. If I'm buying, I, me personally, I wouldn't offer it because I would prefer the pick and I'd want a younger team right now. But someone looking to win should be willing to do that. Matthew, Matthew's looking to win. He's already claimed it. Come and see me, man. Yeah, I, am looking, I am looking to win. You'll get a first round in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Honestly, I have to win. It, it, it's a... If I don't win... I, I You've pushed the chips Also, in. Yeah. yeah, go for it. Matt, he's for sale. So if you, want to, if you want to do it three days before free agency, come and see me. Also, Pietro, there's a trade in your inbox for Patrick Mahomes. That's a good point I to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I've got to shoot as well. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Good chat. Thanks again for listening. And as always, let us know whether you agree or disagree by tweeting us at uh, Bangers Trash Pod. Where can our followers find you, Anto? In Pietro's Dynasty Inbox. In Pietro's Dynasty Inbox. (laughs) Robbing me. Uh, Matt, where can I find you? Uh, Do you accept it? The blood's uh, just gone from Pietro's face. Just I him. know, he's gone bright red. So uh, join us next week when we can get through more NFL. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.